You've got... This could be a really long story, but I won't make it. Half hour? All right, well, you take, you take as much time as you want. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> well, my name is Corey Patrick. Um, I grew up in Struthers, Ohio. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have some water. water. <clears throat> Do you have one? Yeah. Here. Oh, thank you. Anything <clears throat> for you. So <clears throat> one second. All right. So I grew up in Struthers. Um, I graduated from Cardinal Mooney High School in 2011. Um, I'm an only child and grew up in a family where both of my parents worked for what I would consider a pretty staple company of Youngstown. Um, my dad worked for Schwabels for 33 years, and my mom worked for a company called Butler Wick, which was an investment firm downtown. Uh, she was there for 31 or 32 years. So Youngstown companies have always, you know, they played a big part in my upbringing. Um, I went to Youngstown School. I went to Cardinal Mooney. So, you know, I grew up here, but when I graduated high school, I always wanted to say, I always said, I want to go away. I want to go to a different school. Um, I want to get out of Youngstown because, you know, it has that stereotype where there's nothing here. You always got to get away if you want to make something of yourself. So I did just that. I graduated from Mooney and I went to the University of Finley in their pharmacy program. I was gone for one semester and I absolutely hated it. So <laughs> I made, you know, a $45,000 mistake because Finley is really expensive. It's a private school. So I made the mistake of going there for one semester. I came home and came to YSU. So for the first probably two and a half, three years that I was at YSU, I was the very stereotypical commuter student. I drove here, I came to school, I went to class, and I went right home. I never talked to anybody. I never got involved. I never did anything. So, <clears throat> um, never mind. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't have the adapter. New no. phone. Ah. So, um, I, you know, like I said, I came here. I went to class. I went home, and I pretty much hated it. And I said every day, I hate YSU. I hate Youngstown. I can't wait to leave when I'm done. And it's funny how things change. So, uh, my junior year. I got my first internship, and it was in, it's, it's called the Small Business Development Center. It's in the business school, and we did business consulting for people who had either a small business idea or if they already had a business. And it was pretty much at that point when I was like, you know, this isn't half bad. There's some really cool stuff in this town. There's really great people here. Um, and that was kind of the turning point for me. So after that internship, um, a lady that sat in the office, her name was Donna Walsh. She's a professor in the business school, and she was in charge of the Entrepreneurship Center. And there was a student group called Enactus. That was the first student organization that I got involved in. <clears throat> and after that point, <laughs> I said to myself, why did I wait so long to get involved? Um, you know, I met a lot of people in that, fir in that first semester of actually, you know, making something of my time here. And I regretted waiting so long. So um, I decided that I needed to do more. I needed to get more involved. And within a year and a half, I was involved, actively involved. I went to all of these things. I was in eight student organizations. I had four different leadership positions um, throughout those organizations. And I continued. I had a part-time job outside of campus. I had an internship on campus. 
one off campus and I just really kind of stretched myself a little bit a little bit thin but I don't regret it at all um, <laughs> I absolutely fell in love with you know what this place has to offer and what's really here when I transferred back in you know late 2011 downtown wasn't even what it is today so being here for a lot of what we have now it was really cool to see that all take place Susie's wasn't there McDonald's wasn't there I mean a lot of what's down there didn't really exist um, so I've had internships everywhere um, I was in Columbiana for one I was in downtown for one obviously and then I had one at YSU and it was during these internships too that I really kind of figured out what I wanted to do so I when I transferred back here um, I started out as a, a finance student and I kept the finance degree it was fine but it wasn't really what was going to make me happy so I also added another major another minor and a certificate so I graduated in December um, December 2016 I was a double major in finance and marketing a minor in entrepreneurship and a certificate in nonprofit um, in my last semester here there was a new program that started. It was called the Monus Entrepreneurship Fellowship. Um, it was a brand new program and we were able to work with uh, portfolio companies at the Business Incubator. So I started out there um, and I started out, because of my background, I was a little bit more on the finance side of helping the portfolio companies kind of with their cash flow projections and getting on track that way. But because of my marketing, I was also able to help them with business development marketing materials, social media, um, all that type of stuff. And literally that was the point when I was like, this is what I want to do, this is what's going to make me happy. But now it's crunch time, where do I go for a job? So <laughs> the YBI, if you don't know anything about it, it's very small. We have a staff of 13 now, um, and well, 14. And three of those were just hired within the last year. So since June, or January, I'm sorry. Um, so the, the Youngstown Business Incubator is a 501c3 nonprofit tech incubator. So if you have a, an idea or an existing company for any type of business that is either technology-based or uh, we also work with additive manufacturing pretty heavily, we can help you, you know, grow your business. We can help you. We can give you space to have your, like your offices. Um, there's a whole list of resources that we can provide you. So um, I was able to work with the YBI staff while I was a fellow um, and kind of just small projects. Like, can you take a look at, you know, our marketing materials and kind of redo them a little bit? Can you help us with social media and schedule these things to go out? Yeah, sure. Well, I absolutely loved it. I love everything about the YBI we have a really great staff. We have an awesome culture. I can't even tell you how cool it is to work there. Not to mention it's like, uh, it's even cool to just experience it for the first time walking in there. It's not your typical office. Um, you walk in and you're greeted by like multicolored fluorescent LED lights and like weird artwork on the walls and it's just, it's cool. So <clears throat> I knew that, you know, I could grow up and I could be a professional, but I would prefer to not. So the YBI is kind of a really good place because I always like to say we're professional when we have to be. We get our stuff done, but we also have 
a good time while we're doing it. And, you know, people always say that their staff is their friends and their family. We are, like, a legitimate family. Like, we bicker back and forth, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to give each other a hug goodbye and say I love you at the end of the day when you're leaving. So, it's true. (laughs) So, um, (coughs) the YBI did not have a marketing department. So, when I was looking to, um, you know, like apply for jobs and find out where I was gonna go after I graduated, it was a little bit stressful because there was an opportunity for me to stay on full time, but at the same time, that opportunity was not necessarily certain because we don't have a large budget, um, we don't grow rapidly because we are a nonprofit, so, <laughs> I stayed on part-time, and I hoped and I prayed, and then I literally applied to over 50 different job applications, or I sent out 50 different applications. Um, I looked everywhere. I looked Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I looked California, Colorado. I even applied to a place in Dublin, Ireland, because I was getting that desperate, and I was like, I just really need a job, and I don't care where I have to go, but I really wanted to stay here. So I stayed here, I hoped, I prayed, and it worked out for me. Um, So I graduated in December. I worked part-time. January, and in mid-February, they made me a full-time offer, and I started March 1st. Um, And it's to the point where (laughs) I look back, and it's weird because, you know, I went from a 17-year-old kid who said, I can't wait to get out of this town, there's nothing here, I just want to leave, I don't care where I end up, to now I'm 24, and I'm looking for a place to live downtown that's, you know, affordable, which there's so many options. I don't want to leave here. I love my job. And I, I told my parents, I said, I could probably make more money elsewhere, but at this point, I don't care about the money because I love what I do. I love who I do it with, and I love it in this town. There's really no other place that I'd really rather be. So that's a bit of my story. Awesome. Thank you. Um, questions? <coughs> Come on. Grill me. I, don't I really put them on the spot like they didn't even know you were coming. Um, Those are the best questions. Yeah. Um, <coughs> well, I have some. Sure. Uh, so, uh, I love I love what you said about you know you're looking for a, a place to live downtown and you're not look you're not interested in <coughs> looking for jobs in other cities and making more money. Uh, can you expand on the the impact that you're having here in Youngstown or the impact that you want to have over time? So I. What between my job or just everything? Everything. Um, so my job is really important in the simple fact that most of our entrepreneurs, um, I would say it's probably split split fifty fifty. Half of them are from this area, and half of them are either existing businesses or people with ideas that we're trying to attract here. Um, and that's a really awesome thing in itself because you know. We have people that moved here from California. We have two companies currently that we're looking to bring here from Israel. I mean, and, and they're, they're dead serious. They're like, you know, there is a lot of great resources here. The cost of living is really inexpensive compared to other places. And the resources that we have that the YBI can provide to our entrepreneurs is just, it's essentially, you can't put a value on it. So that type of impact in itself is it's really cool to think about. I mean, think about the real estate market that we're going to affect by people either buying or renting. Think about the restaurants that are gonna get more business. 
think about all the different customers who are going to be able to, to buy something that they never had here before. So um, in that aspect, it's really cool itself. For me, um, <laughs> it's harder to think about you know, how, how can I personally affect something, but really all the same ways. Um, and not only that, I have a big interest in real estate myself. So one of my you know, retirement goals is I, want, I would like to have my own real estate company and I would like to have rental properties and just the extra income and stuff like that. So me having this job here, I'm going to be able to do those things for myself that you know, are important goals to me. So. You'll be able to buy a property for a, a really affordable rate. Right. Put some money into it and make your money back quicker. Right. For sure. Um, and not only that, we right. wouldn't have slumlords. So. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, does the company gain anything from helping other companies from it? Does the YBI gain anything? Um, so, essentially, it does. Um, you know, there's always kind of a monetary thing, but not from the company. We are we're tied in with the state of Ohio, and we have a large network of different resources. Um, so we kind of partner together essentially for those type of things. But for our staff personally, if you could meet our staff, you would, you would instantly realize that it's not about what we get out of it, but it's simply the fact of you know seeing the impact that the entrepreneur is getting or that the business is getting. So for us, for me at least, it's more about how good can I help, or what can I do to help you make yourself better? And that's what is important to us as a staff. Yeah. So you said the YBI like helps technology-based um, companies. Like, Can you explain like what you mean specifically by those kind of companies? Sure. So <clears throat> we have um, over 30... I believe close to 40 portfolio companies. Um, if, you're, if you are a company that's under the YBI and you get our resources, we call you a portfolio company. So on campus, we have five buildings downtown. Um, we have, I believe, over 20 different companies that are on campus. We also have some companies that are called or virtual companies. They are located throughout Northeast Ohio, but they still get our resources. Um, so, what was the question again? I'm sorry. The, what you meant by technology? The technology base. Okay. So, like there's AM. So some of our companies, um, for example, we have a company called Lightning Grader, or yeah, Lightning Grader. Um, Lightning Grader is a it's a product that it, it's for teachers and for anyone in education that it rapidly scans test grades or test key bank keys, and it'll grade them for them. Um, that's technology based because it's a software and you put it into a thing and it populates it all for you. We have another company called um, Hudson Fasteners. They've been around for many, many years and they sell fasteners, nuts, bolts, that types of stuff. I but mentioned them once already. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't think that that's tech based, but they are because of their online platform. They've developed this like ordering, I, I really don't even understand it because it's super cool, but um, it's like an online ordering process that is brand new, never been used, they have the patent for it, um, and that is tech-based because of how their ordering process goes, and they will be able to commercialize that process and sell it to other companies like Fastenal or someone else. Um, and then we have 
our newest you know field is additive manufacturing companies um, additive manufacturing or advanced manufacturing it's called is like 3d printing and it's a new way to manufacture something that you can do it in less time you can do it at a cheaper cost you can use you know different materials um, and get that same pr end product but at a different speed at a different cost that type of stuff and we have uh, multiple companies that do that um, one of them is called 3d printer works that's the one that I worked for personally we have one called Juggerbot 3d Rivera 3d I mean there's a lot that you know we don't really know about or a lot that people in Youngstown don't really know about that we do and luckily we have a city of you partnership which is going to hopefully change that with some advertising and marketing but. yeah we were we were uh, <coughs> did you have a question yeah go ahead Um, so we don't have like we don't have a monetary investment, so we're not losing money if something was to happen like that. Um, it, however, we we've had a couple companies that they haven't necessarily failed, but they've just decided that they want to do something else and go a different route. Um, if that is the case, they leave our campus, and you know we cry goodbye. Uh, there's really we don't we're not hurt by it essentially. Um, you know, it, it always sucks to see that happen because we've invested time, we've invested our resources. Um, unfortunately, it does happen, but we do everything that we can in our power to not make that happen. Um, and so far, we've been pretty good about that. So, Yeah, and maybe you can expand on this. Uh, I know where you're getting at. So the state of Ohio has basically made it their business to create businesses. Right. And they're, they're subsidizing these resources. So, you know, if you want to start a company tomorrow and you apply to YBI and you get in, whatever that process is like, essentially the state of Ohio is paying for a large part of resources that you as a private individual do not have to pay for. <coughs> So um, their investment is really, like you said, time-based. Right. Um, and if, if a company fails, it's really on the entrepreneur Correct. who invested all of their personal money into their, to their company. Right, yes. So the resources you're talking about, like helping them, would that be like social networking? So we have, um, the YBI alone, um, we have a resource of over 14,000 private individuals and not including businesses that we work with that we can introduce you to someone who has access to capital, so someone who could invest in you. Um, we have resources for, um, you know, if you need marketing help, we have resources for that. We can point you in the right direction. Um, any type of in-house counseling, you know, if you're going to say you've hit a wall and you don't know what step to take next and you're developing a software. You're gonna meet with one of our entrepreneurs and residents, we call them EIRs. Um, you would meet with one of our EIRs and say, this is where I'm at, this is the progress I've made, but I'm stuck, I don't know which way to turn next. We will sit with you, we will review what you've done, we will review you know, all the work that you have and we'll say, all right, so these are your action items. So you're gonna do this, this, and this. If you can complete this, this, and this, that should fix the problem. If not, we're gonna turn you to 
Joe. Joe's gonna help you because he is an experienced software developer in Silicon Valley. So that's kind of the, the resource that we take most of the time. Um, it's the people that we know, it's who we've worked with before, um, that type of stuff. Go ahead. Um, how does a company get into the, into the yeah. YBI? So um, you would go online <coughs> and you would submit an idea. We have an idea submission form. Um, or it, it's, We're getting a new website and it's called an application now before it was an idea submission. So you would go online, you would say your name, your business idea, and you would <coughs> apply to, to come in. Um, at that point, once it's submitted, um, our entrepreneur research coordinator, her name is Gianna Sanofanti, she's also a YSHE graduate, um, she would either call you or email you and say, no, this isn't a great fit, no, this isn't a fit, but we can know where we can point you in the right direction, or we'd like to sit down with you and go through, <coughs> through your idea. Um, if you go through a, like if, if you're brought in for a meeting, um, you will meet with Jim Kostler, who is our previous CEO, but now he is our Huntington Bank entrepreneur in residence. So he is like the main EIR. He has years of experience, 20 plus years working with small businesses, entrepreneurs. Um, you would meet with him, you would meet with Gianna, and sit down a little bit further so that we can kind of understand the details of your business that we're not gonna understand through an idea submission. Um, so you would meet with them, and kind of it, it just depends on that meeting really. If we think you're still a good fit, um, we'll continue to meet with you. You know, we'll offer you a letter of intent, um, that type of stuff. And if not, if not, we don't just shove you out the door and say goodbye. Nine times out of ten, we're going to be able to point you to a different resource that is going to be able to help you better. How long has the YBI been around? Um, so we were founded in 95, 96. Um, so it's been here for over 20 years, or around 20 years. However, it hasn't really been known or popular until, when did Turning have its big? Yeah, that was before me. That was, I think, 08, 09. Um, in 2008 or 2009, right around there, we had our largest portfolio company to date we don't call it a graduation so we don't ever at no point do we ever say you're done see ya um, but it essentially was a graduation so there was a company called turning technologies and they used to have the clickers in the <coughs> classroom in college setting classrooms where you like key in your vote but they're one of our portfolio companies um, <clears throat> right around that time I think they were bought by or they bought um, a similar company based out of California. So they have, and then since that point, they've been bought again. But they have had rapid, rapid growth. And their headquarters are at 245 West Federal Street, right next door to us. Um, they have probably, it's probably one of the newest buildings in downtown because that building was built brand new. Um, but right downtown on Federal Street is their headquarters. And, um, you know, that's kind of where they're located. So. Did I answer that question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Other questions? So have you thought about like supporting you with their inventions and everything, or do you only strictly support the companies? 
No, so um, we don't really work with youth because youth is just a harder market to get into, essentially. Um, but we are expanding our programs. We already have a little bit, and we are continuing to do so. So we have the entrepreneurship side. We have the AM side. We also have a women in entrepreneurship program that works specifically with women-owned businesses. Um, currently in the works, it's not up and running yet, but should be within the next month or so. We are starting a social good entrepreneurship, so kind of like the Tom's business model, we buy one shoe, we give one away. That is a social venture or a social good company. Um, Gianna Senefondi is very, very passionate about social good, so we are starting a social entrepreneurship program. Um, and we're looking to keep expanding to it kind of just it kind of just depends on you know where we're at as a company we can only grow so much um, luckily Gianna has been around for about a year and a half two years uh, a little bit longer than me so um, you know she's been around and she's super passionate she's done a lot of the research for herself so that's why we're able to start this now um, the WE program is rather new. It's only been around for about a year and a half, two years. So, you know, we're growing steadily, but it's not so fast that we can't keep up with ourselves. So eventually, um, you know, we do work with, we have a couple interns from East High School that we work with throughout the school year. Um, and then, you know, the Lewis School for the Gifted Children, they come in every now and then. And not that we work with them, but... You know, we're always willing to have them come in and job shadow. Job shadow. Um, they have a Shark Tank pitch day idea thing. They came in and pitched their ideas to myself and to other people, and it's actually really cool. A lot of them, you know, these kids are in third, fourth, and fifth grade, and you would think like, this can't be like legitimate. Like they're not going to know what they're doing, and some of them are actually really good ideas. So, um, you know, whether they follow that or not, we can only do so much so yep my what logo. our logo I'll pull it up yeah don't judge the old website it's pretty <laughs> if you, you know I made that right? I know <laughs> I know it's, it's so weird to look at this because our new one is so different um, but this is our, our most recent logo so there's that logo. Um, the Wii program has its own logo. And I think that's on the... It's at the very bottom. Yeah. Um, that's one of the Wii logos. And then the social good is getting its own. Um, and then the AM side will be getting its own as well, too. So we have a lot going on marketing-wise at the YBI. Um, because I am essentially the entire marketing department, I'm the one-man marketing team, uh, you know, it's a little, it's demanding. Um, they've never had a marketing person before, so anything that we've done, they've had to do outside of the house. So, like, RJ did this website for us, um, which we've had that website for a number of years. Yeah, at least three, yeah. 2014. So, um, you know, we've had to have people outside of the organization do it for us, or if it was not a huge daunting task, anything marketing related fell on the shoulders of three to four other people on staff that are not marketers. Um, so <clears throat> where I come in is 
I maintain all of our websites. Um, so we have this website. We have a website for what's called the Northeast Ohio Additive Manufacturing Cluster. Um, so it is an additive manufacturing program where we're trying to make this hub for additive manufacturing in Northeast Ohio. Any type of manufacturer, any type of person who works in 3D printing or tooling, or it's a lot, it's very technical. Um, so th that website is in-house as well, that is under me. Um, the YBI is part of a investment fund called Valley Growth Ventures. Um, it's a brand new investment fund that is looking to invest literally in um, tech-based, Northeast Ohio-based businesses. So we are a partner in VGV. That website falls under me. Um, all of our social media, we have social media for just about every program as well as the YBI. So I believe I'm up to nine different pages on various platforms that I have to manage on a daily basis. Um, any type of marketing material, any type of internal and external communication, press releases, um, media announcements, uh, anything that you could think of that is marketing related all goes through me. Um, we have our newest building is the old Vindicator building and we've completely renovated it, a $5 million renovation. Um, we've had some donors who have named spaces in the building, all of their signage, so that the donor signage, all of that goes through me. Our branding, our colors, um, any type of swag that we get to pass out, all that is through me. So I have a, a rather large job, but I love it. Um, when I was looking for jobs, a lot of marketing jobs that you will find are sales-based, and that is not what I wanted at all. I'm not a salesman. I don't want to go door-to-door. -door. I don't want to work for commission. This is what I like to do, marketing. This is you know, the branding, the digital, the visual. That's what I really enjoy doing. So I'm very fortunate to have it's more the job that I do. Yeah, yeah, right. Here we go. I was looking for our posters. <laughs> yep. There's one. So these are, we have a partnership with the City of U. Um, so we are going to be doing City of U campaign advertising marketing with the portfolio companies. I'll put this one back here. Thanks, Corey. Um, so these are two of our posters that we use to ask our portfolio companies if this is something they'd be interested in, if they want the free marketing, which why wouldn't you want free marketing? Um, and we've got... Ving. You've got Ving and Hudson. Hudson. I saw Elijah. Who did you? Yeah, he's down. Okay. So we've got the Learning Egg, and then... Learning I, Egg is the company that has the Lightning Grader. Yeah. That's what I was forgetting the name. And then uh, <coughs> Inventor Cloud, because I sit on a committee with Julie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we've got four. There we go. We're up to four. Four of our 20-plus on campus. But. So, so what will happen there <coughs> is my street team, we've got four people that work under me. My street team will come in to the YBI and l we'll just, like, uh, Inventor Cloud, for example. They'll come in to Inventor Cloud's office, they'll take photos of, of them working, of their technology. I, I don't know if they're still set up at Chofin or if they have some stuff set up there, but um, we could go there and get photos, social media, record podcasts with Jack and Julie, um, and essentially build ads not too dissimilar from this based on those individual companies. And you know, that's like, 
that's at least five thousand dollars worth of work, right? You know that they're gonna get for for nothing, right? Which is, yeah. Go ahead. For YBI, the business model for YBI. Man, you're getting good questions. That is today. a good question. That's a hard question. Starting the week off right. <laughs> I know it's only Monday. Do you all see this? Um, yeah. Okay. So our business model essentially looks like um, the more companies that we have underneath us, the more companies that we work with, the more that we can support, the better it is for us. So we are always looking, um, we're actually in the process of sitting down and developing some language for commercialization as well as business attraction. So we are looking um, to bring companies here. and not really in a, tradi in a traditional way. So um, this is our new focus with our business model. It's in our strategic plan. So this is kind of our focus where we're heading. But if you have a company and you have a problem and you've looked for solutions to your problem but they either don't exist or they're too expensive so you've created your own in-house, if you've created that in-house, nine times out of 10, someone else is gonna need that same thing. Um, so you're able to commercialize what you've done. So part of our business model now is to focus on that. So we're focusing on bringing in companies who can help other companies. Um, that's a big portion of what we're doing. Um, we are also looking just for a general for call for ideas. A lot of people have ideas or have small businesses that are tech-based that we can help. and They don't either know about us or they don't know where to turn. So we're trying to develop some good some good language um, to put into some advertising that you know might be seen by these people. So that's that is our focus. I hope that that answers your question. So in other words, you don't have a commercial model, but you do have a motive. We have a motive. Yes. Um, in terms of commercialization, like I said, we can make money, but we're not a for-profit business. So if we make money somehow, which we always do somehow. Um, when and if we make money, we immediately put it back into developing our resources further. Um, we're not like a bank where if we make, you know, a billion dollars profit, that gets split up between five people. We turn it back over into the company to help our companies better. So the more companies that we have, the more we're doing, the more we're making, the better we can help them. No, we, we do. We have all of that. Um, so because we are an, a 501c3 nonprofit, our board has all of that required. Did you have a question? No? Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Corey. I really no appreciate it. Um, if we get some time this week, we might uh, pop down because I wanted to walk them down. Yeah, the absolutely. Uh, I'll let you know, but uh, thanks. Just buzz in. And if they have any other questions for you, how, how can they contact you? So um, you can either email me or call me. I don't really care. Email is probably the best um, because I'm always checking my email. So my email is cpatrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K, at ybi.org. Um, that'll be the quickest and easiest way for me to get back to you. So do not hesitate to ask me any questions. I have a lot of free time in my evenings. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Corey. Yeah? Yep.